Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What up, Willingham? Back with you here on 1067 The Fan. Ride with me for the next two hours now in the show. Here with you till 10 o'clock. Before I pass the rock over to the JR Sport Brief Show, talk plenty of baseball in the first hour and a half of the show. Now that we got that out of the way, let's talk some hoops. We got Mo Dacko from jumpball.net. You can follow him on Twitter at Mo Dacko underscore NBA. What's going on, Mo? How are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Doing well, man. I was uh, going to be doing better if we didn't sign Bradley Beal to a $251 million max <laughs> extension. With a no trade clause, but obviously those things happen. Ma, I want to get your reaction from the national perspective. What the hell were the Washington Wizards thinking? That that was my reaction, right there. <laughs> what, what are you What are you and thinking? The, and the I segment. Mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I mean, just the no trade clause of all things is really the problem. It really holds you up. It holds an organization almost hostage at this point. Because now what's going to happen is, you know, the the, the question is. Is Bradley Beal going to demand a trade a year from now? Not only if, if he does, he's now going to control everything. Yep. Okay, I, I want to go to that place. Oh, wait, they're including so, – um, I'm just throwing out a team at random that is never, ever connected to the, the Wizards. Let's just say the Miami Heat. Oh, uh, you guys are going to throw Bam out of bio in the deal? No, no, I want to play with Bam. Right. You, I, I don't want to go to a team that's gutted. And that creates a whole issue there, and I think it makes it so much more challenging. I don't. I didn't like the deal at all. I, I think it, hand, it handcuffs the team in terms of what they can do in terms of adding guys throughout the roster with what it does in the salary cap. And I think that's part of the flaw of this super super max. I think they, the owners need to figure a way to kind of make that a little bit easier for them to maneuver around. But then on top of that, I just feel like you signed him, and you guys are still maybe going to make the playing tournament next year. Like yeah. it's not like I don't look at it as this is. Oh, you have a clear-cut path to win a championship, and yeah. I think that's the problem. And, Mo, we've discussed that scenario ad nauseum uh, here on the program throughout the last few weeks. What is the ceiling for the Washington Wizards now that you've signed Bradley Beal to this max extension? Tommy Shepard and company have made the moves, bringing in veterans like Monty Morris and Will Barton. But as you just mentioned, Mo, the Wizards' ceiling still looks to be about that sixth seed uh, or maybe the play-in. Let's go to one of the teams out in La La Land, the team that you used to – do some video coordination for the L.A. Clippers, <laughs> in my opinion, made the sneaky splash move of the offseason, signing my guy, a man very familiar with the D.C. market in John Wall. Explain what you expect to see from him on the floor this fall down in La La Land. I think the, the important thing is it's such a low-pressure situation for John Wall yeah. coming in here. And I think that his role is going to be, hey, the offense has kind of stagnated a little bit. Let's get going. Let's get more attacks to the rim. Let's get more pain penetration. And I think the thing the Clippers have been missing throughout most of this run with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George 
besides Kawhi Leonard and Paul George actually being on the court, um, I think they've been missing an actual point guard, someone that can get them in offense and create for others and things like that. And as good as Reggie Jackson is, they haven't really had that. And I think that's something that John Wall can come in and help. I'm with you. I thought that was a great pickup for them. You know, I thought it was just kind of a, a no-brainer deal for them to just go get him right after he got the buyout. I, I thought that was a great move from them. Yeah, I think it makes the Clippers one of the surprise teams in the Western Conference coming up this fall. Speaking of Western Conference teams, everybody in their mama right now is upset with Danny Ainge and the Utah Jazz for dealing Rudy Gobert for that massive haul of picks to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Give me your first blush reaction on that deal. And then from a basketball standpoint, where does this elevate the Minnesota Timberwolves in a very crowded Western Conference? Well, I think everybody shouldn't be upset with Danny Ainge. They should all be upset with Tim Connolly, who made the move. <laughs> right. Um, I, I, you know, who, who gave all those picks. You know, uh, I'm listen. Danny is just hanging out, going like, "Can I get another one?" He said, "Yeah." Oh, well, can I get another pick? Oh, can I get another? And, and he just kept saying, "Yes." Right. Danny's going to keep. Saying, we would all do the same thing. Right. Um, but I think the uh, I think the the move for Minnesota. I get. It. I think it's going to elevate them a ton, ton in the regular season. I think they'll be a top four team in the Western Conference in the regular season. My question, my question is, I don't know how much that helps them in the playoffs. Yeah. You know, we've seen situations with Utah and, and Rudy Gobert having problems staying on the court throughout the playoffs. And part of that is not all Rudy's fault. Some of that was game planning. Some of it was a lot of the guys on the wing, and I'm looking at Donovan Mitchell directly, basically stopped defending. Yeah. And I think, you know, just allowed constant drives for him to have to face, and it made it harder for him. I think they'll be a little bit better defensively for Minnesota come playoff time. But I look at that and I go, like, they still don't look like they're better than the Denver Nuggets when they're healthy, the Clippers when they're fully healthy. I think they'd have a problem against the Golden State Warriors when they're fully healthy. I think it's a great regular season move. I think they paid too much because I don't think it'll relate too much for them in the playoffs. Yeah, the hope is is that it's going to pay off for them in the postseason. But as you mentioned, plenty of question marks still. Uh, even though they made the big-time acquisition. Let's go out east here and look at the reigning Eastern Conference champions, talk about the Boston Celtics. And, look, I say it all the time off the record here. I think they did a master class this offseason, really filling their only true needs on this roster. You look at the addition of Malcolm Brogdon, and then, then you're able to sign Danilo Gallinari for, for, for two Hershey kisses and a fruit roll-up. So bringing in talent on the cheap with a roster that is already – one of the best in the NBA. How far do you see the Boston Celtics going next year? And in my opinion, I think they're the favorite next year out east. What about you? First, I would say don't offend the grapefruit roll-up. That's a fantastic <laughs> roll-up. I don't think that is a fair uh, a sneaky uh, denigration. <laughs> but I think what was great about their moves, in particular the one about uh, the, the trade for Brogdon, it didn't cost them a single person in their rotation. Yeah. It didn't cost them anybody in their top seven. They made that move, and we can argue all we want about Brogdon's health and how often he, he's available and things like that. But this, just name it this way. With their top seven, they made to the finals. Yeah. I think they're right along that lane. They're, they're deeper now. Gallinari is going to come in and add more depth for them, a little more scoring off the bench, which is something I felt like really hurt them in the finals more than anywhere else. Yeah. I think Brogdon, excuse me, being another playmaker and kind of continuing to be a straight-line driver and things like that, I'm with you. They're they're my favorites right now to the Eastern Conference. Um, it, for us to say in mid July, we know there's going to be probably a few more shakeups in the uh, uh, 
rosters across the board, but right now I think the, the Celtics right now, you're looking at the Celtics and the Bucks as one, two in the East. Yeah, hopefully Chris Middleton can get back healthy for Milwaukee. Joining me right now on the BetQL guest hotline, Bet Smarter, Beat the Books. Download the BetQL app today. Is Mo Dackel of JumpBall.net. You can follow him on Twitter at Mo Dackel underscore NBA. And we'll take things to Vegas in the Summer League. Mo, I, didn't know, I don't know if you got the chance to go out there and watch Summer League ball. I was not able to, fortunately. But a lot of young pups putting on a show uh, in the Vegas Summer League. Somebody who specifically impressed me was the surprise number one overall pick in Paolo Bancaro. When you take a look at the Orlando Magic and what they've got on paper right now, how close do you think they are to becoming one of the teams that can make the, the play-in tournament in the Eastern Conference? Because Paolo Bancaro, on first blush, and only only saw two games of Summer League, seems like the real deal and somebody that could change the trajectory of your franchise. No, I think he's a guy that you, you, you can look at it and say, hey, like they, they can move up. I think they'll be in the race for the play-in tournament. I don't know. You know, how, however, it's going to depend on how a lot of guys play out. Yeah. You know, how does Wendell Carter Jr. play? How does Franz Wagner and Manchero work together on the floor? What's the improvement from Jalen Suggs? But I was, from the very beginning, was saying, Paolo Manchero is exactly what the Orlando Magic needs. And this is before they drafted him. I was surprised they were, for a while it seemed like they weren't. Because they need a guy that can just go score. Yeah. And on top of that, the thing that blew me away when I got to watch him in summer league in just those two games Look how good of a passer he is. Yes, you know, and I think his he's he's making reads and making the passes. So there's always kind of two parts of it: being able to see the play and being able to complete the play. And he's able to do both of them. And I think that's an important aspect there. He's able to execute all of this. I think it's a it's a good jump for them. If they're not in the playing tournament, I think they're just going to at least sort of just miss it or be hanging around till late in the season. I think they're going to be a pretty sneaky team throughout the season. Another sneaky team, I feel like, post-Summer League, because of how their rookie first-round pick played, was the Sacramento Kings. Now, I know the Western Conference is a juggernaut, and there are a lot of good teams that they're going to have to go through to get into the play-in tournament. But you add Keegan Murray to the core of De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis, and then they sign Malik Monk in free agency, bringing back that Kentucky connection. How far do you think the Kings can go, and is there a realistic shot that they can get into the play-in tournament on the sneak this year? I I have questions. I still have questions yeah. about what they're going to get from De'Aaron Fox and Demonte Sabonis defensively. I love what Keegan Murray did. I think he was awesome. I think he he I, again. I actually love the first four picks of the draft. Really, the first five because I thought they were all perfect fits for those teams and what they needed. I think he's great for them. I'll be curious to see how much of what he did in summer league will be what he'll be asked to do in yeah. Sacramento when they have De'Aaron Fox, DeMontis Sabonis, and the whole crew rolling there, Kevin Herter and things like that. I, they've improved. I think they have a chance to be a play-in tournament team. But also, the Western Conference is so damn tough, yeah. man. It's, 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 it's like I just don't – I look at it and go, okay, Utah's probably dropping out. Um, you know, after that, I'm, I'm curious to see who is dropping after that of the top ten. And we know the Lakers are trying to get back in. So it's going to be sort of a bloodbath to sort yeah. of get into that just the playing tournament. So I think it's going to be a real interesting thing there. I think they've improved as a team. We saw it look better, Fox and Sabonis, towards the end of the season. But let's see if it carries over when it really kind of matters because Fox didn't really quite have the trade value the Kings were hoping for around the trade deadline. That was part of it because he didn't have that great of a season. So I think that's something that we got to watch for as we're, we're, we're moving forward. Well, Mo, I'll tell you this. Twitter taught me this today. History not on the side of the Sacramento Kings. A little nugget here for you. So no active player in the NBA 
has been in the league when the Kings made the playoffs. So it's been that long since we've seen the Kings in the postseason. So I don't think they'll get that's back. A, that's a stat. Yeah. That is a stat right there. Yeah, that, that is a crazy stat. And I had to read it a few times. But you know how Twitter gets sometimes. you got to corroborate your sources. But when I saw that, I said, well, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Look, I'm only, yeah. I'm only 24. I haven't seen much Kings playoff basketball either. No, I mean, no, there's no way you have. <laughs> they barely make the playoffs. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a sticky situation. So, interestingly enough, uh, Mo. The KD to DC hype train, for some reason, has started to gain traction here once again. I don't know if it's just the July news dump thing, and and KD's been pretty hush hush uh, on what his decision is and whether or not he'll rescind that no trade clause. From the outside national perspective, what do you think the Washington Wizards have that the Brooklyn Nets will want to be able to acquire Kevin Durant? People are really bored. That's really the answer. It's just you know we don't have much to do in July. If you're an NBA fan, you're 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 kind of struggling here a little bit. Right. I don't think there's much. You know, I don't know if there's the there's not a lot of draft capital in terms of young assets. There's not a lot of young guys. I feel like listen, Rui Hachimura, Denny Avia, like those guys aren't going to be something you're going to that are going to get you Kevin Durant. Yeah. You know, I don't think there's any anything that's going to really kind of lift you in that way. To, to move you. Like, I understand other teams. Like, you can say New Orleans because they got Brandon Ingram. Toronto Raptor because they got Scotty Barnes. You know, you can talk about teams like that because they have something. A, a young guy that rates on top of all the draft picks. Christoph Porzingis isn't going to move the Nets here in this instance to make the move and trade KD. So, you know, I just chalk it up to, man, people are really bored in the summertime, and it must be hot out there because the heat stroke might be getting to some of y'all. I'm about to say it might be, man. Look, I thought it was a pipe dream from the get-go. But a team that you mentioned that I'm really high on going into next year is down in Noya, man, the New Orleans Pelicans. I really love what they did, and it started at the trade deadline for me, bringing in a professional and a vet like C.J. McCollum, to come be the adult in the room. You mentioned Brandon Ingram and what he's got on the table and his ability to fill it up with the best of him in the league. You pair that with the stellar front court of Zion Williamson and Jonas Valanciunas. Willie Green's had those boys playing last year. Now he's going to get his talent back. I think the Pelicans are going to be a tough out when it comes to the playoffs next year. I mean, they're another team we forgot to mention just in the race of, of the Western Conference. But you're right. I think they're going to be another challenging team. I think when you get Zion back, assuming let's just knock on wood, good health. You know, I think the, they really kind of bump up another level. But there are some things they got to figure out. It's not that clean of a fit. Brandon Ingram was their number one guy throughout the year. C.J. McCollum came in, brought some veteran experience, kind of helped in that. Now you got to figure out how you're going to make it work with Zion and Brandon Ingram. And I think that's going to be the important thing there to figure out. And that's going to take some time. I wouldn't be surprised if they struggle a little bit out of the gate. But Willie Green showed himself to be a, a, a really solid coach in his first year. I'd be, I, I, I would be surprised if he doesn't find a way to put it all together. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting NBA season coming up. Can't wait till the fall rolls around. We'll have football and good NBA. And hopefully we'll get to talk to you again, Mo. Uh, I would love to. Appreciate it, man. That's Mo Dackel giving me some time. You can follow him on Twitter at Mo Dackel underscore NBA. Does a lot of good work for jumpball.net and always good to get to talk some national hoops here on the program. When we come back, we talked about a little bit with Mo. I want to hear from you guys. What are the realistic possibilities for KD to DC part two? I'll tell you what I think on the other side of this break. Don't go anywhere. You listen to the fan. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Big thanks to Mo Dakhill of JumpBall.net hopping on with us. Talking all things NBA here in the 8 o'clock hour. Linnell Willingham here with you on the fan for about another hour and a half here before we dish the rock to the JR Sport Brief show. And boy, a lot to unpack from our conversation with Mo. But the number one thing I want to talk about here is the potential KD to DC. Now, when I was on with you guys about three weeks ago, Bobby Marks was on ESPN Sports Center with Maryland native Scotty Van Pelt. And Bobby Marks had this to say about the potential of KD to DC. I think the Wizards are a wild card. And I say this because you just signed Bradley Beal. You're all in right now. I don't know if you have enough, but it is certainly worth making the call and all from every first round pick you can offer. They own the Knicks to pick next year. Pick swaps. Uh, Porzingis, your young players, Johnny Davis, you can trade. Just un- un- you know, basically say you can have anyone on this roster except Bradley Beal. So I would say the Wizards would be my wild card there. That was Bobby Marks talking to Scott Van Pelt on the potential of KD to DC. Now, everybody knows that this story really had legs back in 2016 when it was a more realistic fit. When we knew, when we didn't know that KD had zero interest in coming back and playing home, we thought that KD to DC was going to be more of a fit. We've now reached a situation, right, where the Washington Wizards have made the playoffs twice since 2016. 
at the height of KD to DC, when Washington had more attractive pieces on the roster to surround Kevin Durant with. And the question out there to you guys is simple. Do you feel as if the Washington Wizards have enough to bring KD to DC? And we'll make it a two-parter. If Washington is able to somehow bring KD to DC, where does it rank amongst the all-time DC sports acquisitions? I want to hear from you guys. MGM National Harbor Listener Lines, wide open, 1-800-636-1067. The fan, you can get at me on Twitter and Instagram as well. N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Let's go to Jaime Manassas who wants to talk KD to DC. Jaime, my brother, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, thank you for taking my call. Great show, brother. Great radio voice, great insights, great knowledge, great topics, strong opinions. That's exactly what we need. I appreciate hey, it, buddy. Uh, hey, uh, what, what, I remember the last time he was a free agent. He didn't feel any of our calls. He didn't want to come here. He could have at least said, you know, hey, uh, you know, I'm considering D.C., I'm considering the Wizards, so he can put us in the in the free agent map, but he didn't do that. But to be honest with you, I will love it. I will love it for him to come here and uh, and put this, this uh, franchise in the map of NBA, in the landscape. And, and also, I think we do have enough ammunition to, to trade for him. Uh, we have Kuzma, we have Persingis. We have about two or three young, very good young players. We have draft picks to give. So I think I, I would love it, man. It would be awesome. I mean, I want to ask you this. If we were able to land Kevin Durant, where would it rank all time for you amongst the D.C. sports acquisitions from out of town? I think it would be right among the best, to be honest with you. Yeah, do you have it a- would be right among the best. Uh, you know, he's a homegrown uh, guy. He's going to be one of the greatest uh, players of his generation, one of the greatest of all time. And, uh, and you know, he comes back to town now he, in the, the last leg of his career, probably the last five, six years that he has uh, of quality basketball, uh, superstar level, and, and, uh, and let's do it. Uh, it will be awesome. I appreciate the call, Jaime. Continue to yeah. tap in with me, MGM National Harbor Listener Lines, wide open. It's a two-parter here for you guys tonight. Do you think the Washington Wizards have the ammunition to pull off a KD to DC trade? And if they are able to pull off that massive deal, where would it rank all time amongst the DC sports acquisitions? We'll take your calls next on the other side of this break. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the fan. I see you, Denton. Coming back with the fire tunes here. Lino Willingham here with you on the fan. About another hour and a half left to go in the show. Plenty of reason to stick around with me, though. Nine o'clock, former NFL general manager Randy Mueller will join the show. We'll talk all things NFL. This training camp getting ready to open up around the National Football League next week when the commanders will officially report for camp. Bills and Raiders had their rookies in today. So it's finally upon us, ladies and gentlemen. NFL training camp on the way. Before we went to break, though, we were talking about the potential of KD to DC, the Sam Amico report that came out 48 hours ago that said Washington should be considered a wild card or a team to keep an eye on when it comes to Kevin Durant. And you guys know how we get down. It's the people's show. I want to hear from you. MGM National Harbor listener lines wide open, 1-800-636-1067. You can also get at me on Twitter and Instagram as well, N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. 
Question is simple. Do you think the Washington Wizards have the assets to pull off a trade to acquire Kevin Durant? And if they are able to pull off a KD to DC trade, where would this rank amongst the all-time DC sports acquisitions? Let's go to my man Mo in Indy who wants to give his take. Mo, what you got for me? What's going on now? What's going on, man? How are you? I'm all good. So um, the way it looks is that if Kevin Durant wants to come over to Washington or if Washington wants to bring Kevin Durant over, it's going to be hard. It's going to be challenging. It's going to be a daunting task, if you want to be honest, because if you have Bradley Bill, which has on a max deal, you'll have to trade assets like Denny Ottville. You will have to trade Poor Zingas and numerous picks. Bradley already has that no-trade clause, so we'll have to feed to his, his demands and say wherever he wants to get traded. And that'll be a handicapping thing. And if you bring KD over and trade all the assets away, like now what are we going to do? The role players, they can't help. KD wants to win a championship now. It's, it's, it's not going to work. Yeah, it's a good point, Mo, and I appreciate the call. Yeah, Mo hit it right on the head. What does Washington have left if they complete a KD to D.C. trade? What are they going to have left? To deal with here, how are they going to be able to fill out the rest of this roster to where they can become competitive enough to where they can be a championship contender? I want to continue to hear from you guys. MGM National Harbor Lister lines wide open 1 800 636 1067. Let's go to our man Dave in Reston. Dave, do you think the Wizards have the assets to pull off the KD to DC trade? Man, look. <laughs> <laughs> no, Go ahead, let it out. One, I, first, I love you, man. I, I'm not sure if you, if you remember remember me, but uh, uh, okay, had a couple pops here, but bear with me. So, uh, number one, don't really care with the Wiz about the Wiz. They're not going to do anything. KD to the Wiz ain't going to happen. Dave? In terms of, hey, yeah, hang on one <laughs> sec. In terms of DC, you're going to laugh. In terms of DC sports, though, here's where we're at. The Wiz ain't going to do anything. Uh, in terms of the caps, right? Like they're pretty much done. We're just going to watch and, and try to hopefully get Ovi to you know break the record. The crazy freaking thing in terms of DC sports is the Reds. I'm sorry, Redskins Commanders <laughs> might might be the best chance to be the best team over the next five years. Isn't that weird? It's look, and I I completely agree with you, Dave. And I think I posed that question out there to the listeners a couple weeks back, and I put it in the context of which DC sports team is closest to winning the title. And I went out on the limb and said the Commanders, and we were flooded with calls. But the question is right now: Sam Amico, you saw the report listed the Washington Wizards as a team to keep an eye on here for a potential Kevin Durant trade. Question out there for you guys is simple. Do you think the Washington Wizards have the assets and resources to bring Kevin Durant here to Washington? And if they can pull off that deal, where would it rank amongst the biggest D.C. sports acquisitions? Let's go to my man John in Rockville who wants to give his opinion. John, you're on the fan. Uh, Thanks for taking my call, man. Of course, buddy. So do we have the assets? Yes, we have the assets. Here's the thing. I don't think we want KD. And, Tell me why. And here's why. A couple reasons. One, he clearly does not want to be here. He made that known last free agency. He's made that known every other time that he's had the option to come here. 
he does not want to play here. I think he even said it back in 2013. Number two, when has KD alone or even with a complimentary star uh, like Kyrie brought a championship home? Not happened. Yeah. So he, even if he had Brad with him, that's not a, they're not competing for a championship. As far as where it kind of sits in the D.C., I actually think it would be one of the worst moves that D.C. sports could have wow. done, and not because of who he is, but because of look at it the last three years. We give Kyrie all this crap about not being able to play that many games. Kevin Durant's played less games than Kyrie in the past three seasons. Preach, John. Preach. So I, I, just, I think that you're going to bring a player who doesn't want to be here to sit out, and it's going to be a John Wall in Houston situation. If we could go out and get one player, I want to bring John Wall back because at least he did something in the community. Yeah, I appreciate the call, John. You made a hell of a point. Kevin Durant played in 55 games last year during the regular season uh, for the Brooklyn Nets. Now, the numbers, you all know, are eye-popping. 29.9 points a game. Shot 52% from the field. 38% from beyond the arc. Six and a half assists. Seven and a half rebounds. A block and a steal. Stat sheet stuffer. There is no debating the talent that is Kevin Durant. But John makes a good point Good point there. How many games can we expect from Kevin Durant? And can we expect him to carry a lesser roster to prominence? Now, you all know how I get on here and talk about billionaire Ted. A lot of the times with Ted Leonsis, it ain't about winning championships. No. I know what Kevin Durant would do. Kevin Durant would have Cap One Arena sold out Every damn night. It wouldn't matter if the Kings were in town. It wouldn't matter if the Cavaliers were in town. You bring KD to D.C., they're selling out Cap One Arena every single night, and you can guarantee it. I want to continue to take your calls on this. MGM National Harbor Lister Lines wide open, 1-800-636-1067. You can tap in with me on Twitter and Instagram as well, N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. Let's go to Jim in Fort Washington who wants to give his opinion on KD to D.C., What's going on, Jim? Um, I really don't think they have the assets to bring Durant in. The only way they could do it at this point is probably to trade away their future, you know, with future draft picks. And um, I don't know if that's worth it to bring Durant in at this point. Yeah, I agree with you, buddy, and I appreciate the call. Jim makes it a stupid point. It's a real thing. They don't have the assets. And, and that's why when I first heard the report, I looked at it as almost – well, this has to be just this has to be just a a July news dump. And the thing is, and, and I and I hit on this with Mo uh, from 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 hoops.net, from jumpball.net, excuse me. I hit on it with Mo. Basically, right now, according to all the reports, Kevin Durant has gone ghost. Kevin Durant has not been answering phone calls. Kevin Durant has not been in contact with Nets Brass. So right now is really the most skepticism or most question marks there have been about KD's whereabouts, where he wants to go, whether he'll rescind the trade request or not. So this has really been the cloudiest the future of Kevin Durant has been uh, since he's been in the NBA. All the reports came out about a week ago. Chris Haynes basically, uh, according to people he's talked to, Kevin Durant, it went dark. Kevin Durant's not talking to anyone right now, which makes sense for the Wizards to come up as a potential destination 
because of all the reasons that everybody knows. He's from the area. Went to high school in Montgomery County. Is from Seat Pleasant, Maryland. Has family out here in the area. But as a lot of people have listed, look, Kevin Durant had the opportunity as a free agent to come here to Washington. And everybody knows the stupid mistake that the Wizards made gutting their roster. And then you were left, you created all this cap space, and then Kevin Durant doesn't even take a meeting with you, and then what happens? <laughs> then Jan Mahimi's on a four-year, $72 million deal. Then Andrew Nicholson gets two years, $24 million. The list goes on. You put yourself in a position financially where you gutted your roster to hope to be able to take on the salary of a guy like Kevin Durant, and then once he turned you down, you were left paying scrubs. You were left paying scrubs. I think they're still paying Jan Mahimi, if I'm not mistaken. His money may still be on the books for the Washington Wizards. This is the last year that Jan Mahimi's money's on the books. This is why we got him here. Denton Day giving us the numbers for real. Jan Mahimi's still being paid by the Washington Wizards. It's ridiculous. We'll continue to take your calls. 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to Kyle in Arlington who wants to talk about KD to DC. What's going on, Kyle? What's up, now? How's it going? Good, buddy. Good, buddy. Appreciate you tapping in. Yeah, as as far as the Wizards acquiring KD, I mean, as you were talking about earlier with Mo, I mean, do they really have the assets, or is this just the people are bored in, in July situation and, and <laughs> yeah. don't really know what to talk about? Yeah. It, it, it very may could be. Look, and I, and I said it earlier, no chance in hell that they have the assets. We played clips uh, from over the weekend of the Zach Lowe podcast talking about the national perspective on the Wizards' assets. And Kyle, in case you weren't tuned in, National people aren't very high on Denny Avdi, Rui, Rui Hachimura, and Corey Kispert. Yeah, I mean, they, they definitely need to keep them around. But, I mean, is, is Kuzma an option? Would, would, they, would they deal him or KCP? I think anybody would have to be on the table, Kyle, in order for this deal to be made. And I wanted to ask you this. I don't know how long you've been a D.C. sports fan, but if the Kevin Durant move for some reason – happens, where would you rank at all time amongst the best D.C. sports acquisition? I mean, it's got to be number one, right? I mean, I can't think of anyone else that, that could top that. I mean, as far as the prospective sport in the NBA and where Kevin Durant is at right now, I mean, he's top three, if not number one in the league. I mean, him and Giannis are up there, you know. I mean, uh, since when is a D.C. team traded for the best player in the perspective sport i mean never yeah. that's kind of, i mean you can talk as far as drafting i mean that, that's up there with ov and, and harper but i mean they didn't acquire them they drafted them so as far as trades go i don't think dc has ever made a trade this this large or i got before, i got i got agree knowledge. with you Kyle, and i appreciate the call buddy it's a good point when have we seen dc make a big time trade like this and i want to i want to Make the question deeper here for you guys. It's not just about the trade frontier. I'm talking about any type of acquisition here in D.C. sports. Because I can think of a few that come to mind here. The, the, the first thing that came to my mind was the one that had the most success. And Denton's probably reading my mind here. Max Scherzer in the Nationals acquiring him. I think that's got to be the biggest deal in D.C. sports history. I mean, I was, I was not reading your mind. The biggest deal in oh. D.C. sports history was when Michael Jordan signed himself. Bingo. Now, they were talking about that earlier. Our good friend Kevin Sheehan of the Kevin Sheehan Show. Catch him weekdays 6 to 9 a.m. over on the Team 980. 
they posed the question, a fan posed the question to Kevin saying Michael Jordan, and Kevin had a decent response here. It's different because when Michael Jordan initially got here, it wasn't to play basketball. It was to get a chunk of the Washington Wizards. He didn't even play his first year. He was in the in the front office for the Wizards. So that's an interesting one. I mean, thank God for Kwame Brown, I guess, right? <laughs> Kwame Brown's was, didn't work out, and Michael's like, you know what? I will save the team. But he wasn't in his prime. I mean, that's the difference. Kevin Durant is still technically, he might be on prime. the back end of his prime, but he's still on in his prime where Michael Jordan at that point hadn't played for two, three seasons. Yes. He's getting up there in age. Now he's still Mike. You know, still Mike. Still Mike. But he wasn't in his prime. It's different. It's different. And I think it's a good point there. But to me, it's got to be Max Scherzer, right? I mean, to have a free agent acquisition be able to reach the pinnacle, be able to help you reach the pinnacle of your sport and to be able to help bring home a World Series title. I mean, it doesn't get much sweeter than that, right? You know, there were other times where I was really excited about a free agent deal, i.e. Josh Norman to the Washington then Redskins. I remember when Josh Norman was cut by the Carolina Panthers and there was, where's Josh Norman going to go? He's the best corner in football. It's Josh Norman. I wanted him here just as bad as all of you did. How did that fare for us? D.C. sports fans want to continue to take your calls on this MGM National Harbor Lister lines wide open 1-800-636-1067. We'll take a few more of your calls here before we go to the break. Let's go to Alex in Ashburn who wants to give his opinion. Do you think KD to D.C. is a realistic possibility? Hey. If it happens, Alex, where would it rank amongst the all-time D.C. sports acquisition? So... I don't think they have the unless they trade five first round draft picks. I, I don't. It'd I just don't see the that. Nets wanting. Yeah, it would. It would. I don't. You know, you're completely sacrificing the future of this team. Uh, yes, he's on the top of his game, but he's limited in terms of how much he can play. I, I don't think you do it. I, I don't think it's going to happen. If it did happen, it would probably be. You know, it would probably be top three, but it would probably be one that would go down in infamy. You know, and you guys are you're forgetting about the the Yarmer Yager trade. The Cavs made it at the time. Yager was one of the best players in hockey, and they got him for a song and a dance. Yeah. And it uh, did not work out here, and I could see a KD to D.C. working out exactly the same way. I appreciate the call, Alex. Yeah. It would be – it creates an interesting topic and conversation here because, yes, we all want Kevin Durant here in our nation's capital, but we all know, realistically speaking, this team would have to be gutted just to have Kevin Durant here. And I tried to put myself in billionaire Ted's shoes because we know how billionaire Ted likes to roll billionaire Ted, a big fan of selling tickets, billionaire Ted, a big fan of having somebody be the face of this franchise. I tell you what, they're worried about attendance numbers at cap one arena last year for the whiz kids. Bring Kevin Durant to town. You'll have all the seat pleasant getting free tickets to cap one arena. You'll have everybody come out of the woodworks to come see what Kyle said. And I agree with him. Arguably a top three player in the NBA. Want to continue to take your calls on the other side of this break? Don't go anywhere. Stick with me. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to The Fan. Jam-packed show so far here on The Fan. It's been a wild Wednesday night here in our nation's capital. Talking KD to D.C. right now. Continue to stick with me, though. 9 o'clock hour, former NFL general manager Randy Mueller will join the show. We'll take a spin around the National Football League as we're just seven days away from the Washington Commanders and other teams around the National Football League, quite frankly reporting for training camp. We finally made it to that time of the year, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm pumped up. So definitely can't wait uh, to talk to Randy about that. But before we went to the break, we were talking about the Sam Amico report from hoopshype.net that came out about 48 hours ago. Sam listed the Washington Wizards as a potential surprise destination for Kevin Durant, and it led me to think to ask the question of this. Do you guys think that the Wizards realistically have the assets it would take to acquire a player like Kevin Durant? It's a two-parter for you guys here. If we did have the assets to acquire him and the trade did get pulled off, where would it rank amongst the biggest acquisitions in D.C. sports history? MGM, National Harbor Lister Lines, wide open, one 800 636-1067. You can get at me on Twitter and Instagram as well. N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Let's go to Dave in Woodbridge who wants to talk about the acquisition, the potential acquisition, excuse me, of Kevin Durant. What do you got, Dave? Hey, bud. Um, Durant thing, I say, heck no. He's (laughs) in his low 30s. He had a major injury, Achilles. I, I don't want damaged goods. We've done this. We even re-signed our own with, like, Gilbert Arenas in the past with after a major injury. I'm not doing it. But, Dave, um, was he damaged? I we loved, had his 30 a game last year, buddy. I know, but who's to say it don't go out again? Yeah. I'm not giving up three draft picks and three players or whatever it takes for this guy. I'm, I'm not doing it. If he was in his 20s, it, yes. He can't do it. Um the, the the part two on this, I, I really like. You, you all were talking about the biggest acquisition. Right. Number one that came to mind was, was Max because he delivered and we got a world championship. Yeah. But So I'm, I've, I've been around this area for a while, so I remember some old names. Wilbert Marshall comes to mind when we got him from the Bears. That 91 season with the Skins defense was unbelievable. Nobody scored in our 
at RFK. It was either like the first four or five games of the year. They were unbelievable. But while I was on hold, I thought of two more Washington royalty. Give them to me. John Riggins and, John, John Riggins and Doug Williams. Yeah. What, what, what's much more bigger than that? those guys? Then um, we did have a huge acquisition I haven't heard anybody bring up. But we gave up the world for three number ones with Chris Weber. You know, um, yeah, didn't work out how planned. Yeah, and and we had a, a one year run with a huge name that everybody forgets about Moses Malone. I think it was like eighty six. I love that guy. He it just he was twenty was and ten. Every, it was on the back end of all those guys' careers. That's why I don't know if we could rank it, them that high though, Dave. I appreciate the call, Dave. You had a good point there, and the one that not a lot of people have called in and said thus far, and we mentioned it to Denton during the break, Max Scherzer, dude. The fact that he was able to come here and deliver a championship, I think it's really, really tough to argue with that one. Just because of the simple fact, he brought us a damn World Series title. I'm stunned. Stunned. Because when when you're talking, when you poised this question, I thought of, like, big hype coming in. Right. Dion. Oh, my God. When Dan signed Dion in primetime alongside Champ Bailey, I mean, that was a huge deal. Definitely was. And I think... Dan gets a lot of heat because he's a weirdo and a pervert. But nobody could question his desire to want to win when he first bought this team. He was opening up the checkbook for whoever. If you had a pulse and were good at football, it could potentially help us win games. The world was yours. Juan Soto would be signed for $700 million (laughs) if Dan owned the Nationals. I was going to save it for Saturday, Dan, but I'm like, damn. We, we We were throwing the ideas around all day. We, we mentioned Dan. We also mentioned Ted Leonsis. And, and they the, the Leonsis family group is a potential buyer of the Washington Nationals. And I know damn well billionaire Ted isn't letting Juanito get out of town. I want to continue to take your calls on this. MGM National Harbor Lister lines wide open. 1-800-636-1067. Twitter and Instagram. N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. Let me call on Tyrone. What's going on, Tyrone? Hey, what's up? Hey, my man stole my thunder. Speed Webb. I was like in high school. We traded for Speed yeah. Webb. And that was big time. That was like star power, sad five. You know what I mean? We gave up a lot. But we, we haven't had nobody in pistol caliber since like Bernard King or Moses Malone. So it was big. Definitely was. Definitely was. Do you think we can? Do we have the assets to pull off KD to DC, Tyrone? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But... We need to do it because we've been losing. I love Bradley Bill, but he can't carry no team, though. So, what we got to lose for real? Bring him home here, hometown dude. Sell out their arena, and we it'd be some excitement. Forget it. Billionaire, Let's do it. Billionaire Ted would love your answer, Tyrone. I appreciate the call. And he hit it. And nobody else that's called in has hit it. And I've mentioned it a couple times here. I think Ted Leonsis and company would do it, even if they had to gut the roster just for having that type of star power, potentially at Capital One Arena. Could you imagine how siced Ted Leonsis would be if he got to put up a Kevin Durant poster outside of Capital One Arena next to Alex Ovechkin? It would be it would be one of the most star-studded towns in America. Granted, we still have Juan Soto. You'd then have Kevin Durant in town. You'd have Soto in town. You've got the greatest goal scorer of all time in town. We got Scary Terry in town. We got the hardworking girls over in the W, Natasha Cloud in town, Elena Deladon. Chocolate City will be full of stars. Hopefully. 
We all know that that deal probably won't happen, though. It was a good topic, though. It definitely was a good topic. We all know the deal probably isn't going to happen. Got to switch gears here. On the other side of the break, Randy Mueller, former NFL GM, joins me to talk all things National Football League seven days away from the official reporting date for most teams across the NFL. We'll ask Randy who he thought was the biggest acquisition this offseason in the NFL. We'll also get his thoughts on the new QB1 here in D.C. You don't want to go anywhere. Listen to the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.